This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. In Pashat Pekudei, the first one that we have over here is Rabbeinu Bechaya. And he explains the parallels between the Mishkan and Bria Solom that um, the, whatever you find in Bria Solom, you find in the Mishkan. Um, so he says, mishkan, mishkan, mishkan. Why does he say twice? It's to teach us that the Hegel Shalmata is Mechuvim Teichel Shamala. I want to explain it, maybe a bit of, just give a, a, an illustration, what it means that it's Mechuvim. Um, if a person has a country and then he has a map of the country really the map is not at all like the country the country has uh, grass and trees and cows and people and stuff the map has none of it but the map has representations of it and you expect on a very good map that every detail in the country will refl- reflect itself in the map when it says the, the lamata is mechuvin to the lamala, means that there is some sort of translation into a different um, language, if you will, of what's there. So anyone who can read a map well is able to um, reverse the process, look at what's there, and understand what was above it. The Zohar Kodesh says, for instance, in... Um, it, it, in a few places it says how do we know these secrets you know, the Zohar is telling you all these secrets and so on, so it says either it's a, it says it's a Mesaurus and also it says the Malchuset the Rekiz Ara look at whatever you have here and you can extrapolate up to what's above, provided of course you understand what the relationship is a person who can't read maps can't read maps. But if you understand that this line is a road and this line is a is a is a, is a, a um, creek and this line is whatever, then you can accurately do it. So the same thing when you say the Mishkin was a much sharply, a much more sharply detailed and concentrated map than the world as a whole. Um, and that's why it says um, That's why incidentally we've uh, you learn. Malechus Shabbos from the Mishkan rather than, <coughs> I mean, uh, other than Bria Solom, because what HaKadosh Baruch did Bishas Bria Solom, we, we weren't around. So we, we can't know. But the Mishkan, those, anything that was in the world had to be in the Mishkan, anything that was in the Mishkan had to be in the world. They're very, very perfect correspondence between the two. And then he says, Shokla Mishkan Bria Solom. And Rechai says the Mishkan was equivalent to Bris Olam. And he goes through an extraordinary amount of psukim, matching up the two. We won't go through all of them, but it says, No to Kedok Shemaim, and it says, Asisi Rios. And it says, No to Shemaim Ki Ria. At Bris Olam it says, Yikovu. In the Mishkan it says, Ki Onachoshes. And he goes through um, about a dozen or so instances that one is connected to the other. And this is actually Chazal, I'm sorry. This is the Chazal. The Rabbi Rebbe in the next paragraph continues 
and he says that this is only a derech klal. Kol all that which Chazal over here have enumerated, this only is have a lot more details that are like that. We can use the Chazal's Klolim as a way of getting to many more details that they didn't mention. Um, it's very interesting because you always have in, in, in all types of extrapolations there are two directions. If X, Y, and Z are enumerated, this is true legally also, any, any type of basic legal reading of a document, if, if in a basic document, and if in a, in a, in a law and a constitution, there is an enumeration of X, Y, and Z, there are two directions to go with it. One can say that X, Y, and Z are the examples to use so that you may appropriately extrapolate other cases. Or you could say X, Y, and Z are the limits. Uh, the fancy legal language is, for example, but not limited to so-and-so-and-so. You make it very clear that these are meant to be examples rather than limitations, or you, you specify this and only this. So like Chazal, when they bring all these psukim, one could argue, no, they didn't say it, but, or you can say, here, these are examples, and anything that we dash in that's like this is true, and that's in Drush, in Agarita, we certainly go like that. In Agarita, Chazal, we, we, we broaden the scope of what Chazal said uh, on their example. If Chazal said there is a comparison between Zolom, any psukim that makes sense will be sense. Now, I want to... Um, uh, I, I want to go through some of those that the Rabbeinu Bechaya picks and point out um, what the significance is because he didn't just add like he said, wow, Chazal have a dozen I bet you I can come up with two dozen uh, it, 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 they're, they're very different in flavor Chazal have a more general flavor he has specific things and I want to go through them he says um, First thing, what does he mean? Like, where's the similarity? So it's as if Shemayim Arts are a klal, and then there are offsprings in Pratim, the Mishkan has Pekudia Mishkan. They have the details of it, the specifics of it, and in other words, the world is constructed with a klal of and specifics, so to the Mishkan. The letter the world's created with was a hey. The significance of it is the letter hey is a um, the, the letter hey represents the last letter in Akarishpa whose name. It is a sort of a duplicate of the middle letter. Yud K, Vav and K. The 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 um, second hey refers to the world duplicating Akharish Baruchu's is Galus. In other words, um, what Akharish Baruchu meant to bring out, the world reflects it. Um, the Akharish Baruchu is so to speak a divine stamp 
that the Bria is meant to form in its image, and 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 the, the double hay represents as if the second hay is is um, conveying what the first hay did. Um, so so that's called that's the makom shchina is where we have aligned ourselves, shaped ourselves, formed ourselves in a way that we are befitting to have shchina here, which is the second hay. So the w- world and the mishkan both are a hay because it's a reflection of Akharish Baruch's image kaviyachol. Vizui akavonek mashuzkin yamishkan pamim b'toyev so the world is a Mokom Shechina, which is very much, the world why it's called Shechina, and the world why it's called Veshachanti Vesocham, it's sort of, it, it, it sort of, um, expresses the point that the, the neshama is not of the guf, but the guf is a necessary cleave for the neshama. You need to have the neshama itself is separate from and apart from the guf, but in order to be in this world, it needs a dalaramis, it needs a basis, and that's called the guf. A Baruch Hu in this world needs a quote unquote place. And that's a makom shchina. So places that have molded themselves in a way that they're befitting to contain within it, to express within it divinity, those are makom ashros ashchina. So the world, the mishkan is called the shchina, was lishkan kavatzenu. The Akadosh Baruch Hu's role is to be within something that's suitable for um, for shchina. Next point, he says. This expresses a very, very fundamental understanding of the structure of the world on many levels. First of all, um, let, let's look at it in a Ruchnistic way, let's look at it in a Mogashimistic way. The first thing is, Akarish Baruch Hu Akadosh um, Baruch spheres are three spheres that are related to uh, to Chachma of sorts um, different types of plans Chachma, uh, Bina, Das and then different types of spheres that relate to Meisim in other words Akadosh Baruch Hu um, lays out his Meisim on a first level through plan and at the second level, uh, through activity, the nafkemin, I guess, but a result of this is that we can look at what's there and discern a plan behind it. So, for instance, when a kid patches with a paintbrush on on a um, on a piece of paper, the only thing you can discern on it are the splotches of paper on uh, the splotches of paint on the paper and that's it there's nothing else one could possibly see on it but if a person um, but if a person doesn't but if let's say an artist paints a painting even though it might look like a kid 
um, like a kid uh, made splotches. But as, assuming that this artist is, is about das, you say it reflects a das, and I can try to understand the meaning behind it. Um, if I see somebody, <coughs> if, if, if I'm um, fighting a war, and I see all sorts of activities going on, I'm going to understand there's something behind it. And the guns in this place, and the boats in that place, and the tanks in the other place, also be part of some common chachma. Um, the world around us, it, 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 one of the crucial issues of philosophy of science is how is it that we um, that we can that we instinctively understand that there is a pattern behind the world. Maybe atoms just do as atoms feel. You know, electron had a bad day. It, it gives extra. It's a good day. We we don't ever ever understand it that way. We understand that there is a logical structure. Um, one of the fascinating uh, sort of uh, riddles has been that math is, is the ultimate in terms of patterns, and there are many mathematical formulas that make sense in math, and mathematicians come up with them, they're nice formulas. No one had any idea um, that they were looking at a physical phenomena, and then at some point later, these fit a whole bunch of physical phenomena. Um, and for no real reason, but, you know, there are some numbers, pi and the square root of two and so on, that they fit so many different things that are built in a certain pattern. And there's a really, really, um, no reason for it, but if we look at the, at, at the, the, you know, when we talk about understanding HaKadosh Baruch Hu from, from Nifla Sabore, what we mean is not just the inability, I mean, you know, people... People look at some magnificent and say, wow, that's grand. Only HaKadosh Baruch could, could do something like that. But m more deeper than that is the fact that the world is built with a system, with a pattern. The, the human body is, is, a, is a complex structure. Th there are laws that govern everything. And those laws themselves come together at some points. And, and, it, and it's a system that what we would call is Chachma. means an abstract conceptual um, construction. And the world's expression of it. So the world was made with chachma, and then implementation. That's why we can reverse the process, look around everything, and say, even on the physical level, there are laws that govern this. What are those laws? Every th there's no such thing as scientist doesn't just say, well, this is just kind of a crazy thing. I mean, we don't accept that as an answer because we know, quote unquote, that there is a law behind it. Next, the kishem shaolon nivra lo he says the fact that it was given through chesed, the world's given chesed, the mission is given through chesed. Let's explain this point. Um, the reason why olam chesed yibane is a fundamental is because din requires a prior cause. In other words, din means Din is what we call in science, um, for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. I worked for a day, meaning I gave you a day's worth of cherry picking at your farm. You give me um, $100, which is two pairs of shoes. 
um, in, in other words, that's the Midas Adin. Midas Adin is, um, there is a cause and effect in both directions. That's, that's the, the sense of Din. And therefore, a person is, um, any type, if the world would be created Midas Adin, it would require that there be a cause for Kodesh Parvel's creation. And that would put something before Kodesh Parvel Total Nadivus means that's the point where it starts at. It starts at creation. There's nothing that caused HaKadosh Baruch to create the world, because that, in that case the cause would kind of be forcing HaKadosh Baruch's hands, preceding HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It couldn't work that way. The point where everything starts HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore this is called the Nadava. Really? Yes. I mean, there were aspects of the Mishkan that were not Nadivas. There was the Trumas of Machdit Tzachel that were used for the building for the Adanim. Right. And that, and yes, and and that it, it, it's the Yotzim and Akal we need to talk about at some point. But in general, it was Nadiv Lev. I mean, if anything, it's the reverse order. In in when we build a shul in a community, we assess everybody money for the basic building, and then when somebody should give the stained windows or this, here's the other way around. That done him seemed to be, I don't know, it's just some strange part, not a very typically important part. I can't think of anybody with one is, you know, I, I don't know like why that would be chosen to be the, the chov. That needs to be explained, but in general, it was the double. So, we have Elohim first, Hashem later. The simple reason is Elohim represents some partial aspect of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, a particular thing, and, uh, and uh, that's Elohim. And therefore, when you have all the elements in place, now it's ready to be Mechabal Hashem Hashem. Um, so he says it's amazing. Yehuda is like Shem Yuchad. Yehuda is Kachpov's name with with a Dalit. And Shevadon is connected Midasadin. It says um, the Gemara says in Psachim that there was one person who was very contentious, and they would say, I wanted an Torah, an Torah, and they realized it came from Shevet Dan. Um, so the, that's going to be a Sadin. So you have two Umanim, one Elikim, one is Yukivavke. The um, Another reason why you need the pairing of the two, in fact, says, Ruach Shainalim is Kaim Midas Adin, Shita Midas Rachmim, the world was meant to be created with Din. It's meant to be a place where people are in the schar, and Akash Bogu added Rachmim as a, as a necessity, so it's always tagged on. So the main person, it, it, it's interesting though that in um, in the building of the Mishkan, the Tzalel is the more Iker, and Aliyah is the more ancillary. But actually, uh, they have these two elements. Then he says another point. Milashin 
there's another way of understanding the loss of Mishkan. The first one was that when you build things that are alike, you get the same results. So if, if I copy a circuit exactly, I'm going to get the same. But if I have a circuit for a computer and I copy it perfectly, I'll get a computer also. That's one way of looking at the Mishkan. A second way of looking at it is that these are Tsinoros. What I'm doing is I'm tapping in to a place that has a reservoir of Kedusha. The word Bracha is with a lot of Brecha, like a pool. The muscle is as if I'm appropriately connecting to the source of it all, and that's what it goes to. The word Zvulun, um, in two ways. First of all, the word Zvulun, the word Zav, means to flow. Ziva, Zav. So Zvulun would be, so to speak, the one that flows. The Zvulun, and that's why I said the Zvulun Moishka Meshem Etzeifer, but Zvulun also, it says Achof Yamin, trade, in other words, you can grow your own peppers and stuff like that, or you can bring them in from India or China. Zvulun, um, the trade is where you're able to tap into someplace else, to a source, and extend it. So normally, without trade covers, every farm has a little Paris and stuff. In, in with trade, and especially Hofiamim, which is the global trade, so to speak, um, it's able to distribute it all over. Um, so Al Kaponim, so that's another way of interpreting the Lashon Mishkan and Zvul and so on. And then he has a few more parallels between the two. He says, um, what's the significance of that? The, um, the significance is in to be able to say I completed something or I finished something, you need to be able to say that the thing is a dovashali that it's, it's a little self-contained circle. Um, I, I don't say, let's say, let's say I work in an office and just do kind of stuff. I, I, I don't say, well, I finished my work today. It's not the right way of saying it. It's say I work today. I, you know, uh, you know it's, it's, uh, I finished my day, but I didn't finish my work um, unless I have a specific project. Then I say, oh, I finished the project. The fact that Bria Solomish can have a finish means it's just, it, it, it had a very clear tachlis to it, and that's what it is. The re'iya, the mishkan, there's a Ramban that says that that's the kiyom of the Bria, that's the kiyom of the world, and that's the kiyom of here also. Just like the Bria Solom is not Doich Shabbos, Shem Yisrael Yom Hashvi, Cain be Mishkan left to Mishkan Doich Shabbos, Shem Yisrael Yom Das Lacha. 
Yeah, it's very, very interesting. It seems a little bit backwards to us. It's when HaKadosh Baruch happened to finish um, work on Friday, that's when Shabbos came. And it, it, the way he describes it, no, it says HaKadosh Baruch worked until Shabbos. And that's it. And so to Mishkan was Nechah Shabbos. Um, what it means is that the wor- Shabbos wasn't just like from the point that HaKadosh Baruch Hu stopped working. Kind of whenever the whistle blew, whenever HaKadosh Baruch Hu whistled, now it's Shabbos. Shabbos means that the work of the world was created for the Tachos of Shabbos. It's like um, I, I, I'm trying to do something when I have it shameless, let's go back and I work in the office until until the end of my hours, until the end of the day, till the end of uh, the week. But when I'm working on a project, the completion of the project is the tachlis. The world had a tachlis. Shabbos is the tachlis. Akashbabu saw the world was missing menucha, and in other words, a point of equilibrium, a point of tachlis and purposefulness and he injected into the world. So it's, it's a shot the world can't override Shabbos because Shabbos is the tachos of the world. And what's the point if you finish the table and desk, well, why would you just keep working? That's what you did. You, you could start the table and desk. So to the Mishkan, it wasn't on Shabbos to show you that it's there for a tachos, not as a work in its own right. And there's a lot to that. The Maral speaks about it much in Netflix's role. That Chorben and Binyan is not just, we happen to have various, you happen to have a Chorben, you happen to have mitzvahs, Avtachas, and Shkobo brings it back in. It's not deeper than that. Okay, Shem Shematzina Briyas Ha'ilam, Vaitzav Hashem Akim Adam Leymar, Kein Dimzah B'Mishkin, Vaitzav Moshe Avir, Kol B'Mach HaLeymar. You see in both cases you have a Lashen Tzivui. One of the reasons is because since you're trying to do something that it's done for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and the, 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 the Kuzari speaks about how the Mishkan has two elements, the element of Nediva Salev and the element of tremendous fidelity to the exact specifications. In other words, if I want to, if I want to give you a gift, charity, whatever it is, I give whatever I feel like giving. But if I'm trying to give something that will make a chiba between us, I very much research what farm do you need, what flowers do you like, what so on. So so it had itself the Almud and Divas, but a very clear Sivui and very clear Kepedis that he only allowed to do it a certain way. He says you find In other words, Melecha Shamayim by its own innate nature is infinite and the, the borders are imposed on it. If Akashpah creates the world it should be infinite because Akashpah is infinite. The borders that the world has are imposed and those are the borders Akashpah imposed on the world. The Mishkan, the Nediv Zalev was quote unquote endless and there was a, a restriction imposed on it that it's Amalach HaYisadayim and he said enough um, and, and being the Pekah that that's why it's called Shaka because the world kept going and Kashpah put a stop to it 
In other words, the world as a whole reflects Kalisol's Ruchniistic health, so to the Mishkan, you have to prove him and so on. Um, the world is seven days, Mishnah says um, Meimeluin. You have Bishalom is 32 and the Mishkan is 32. The Ein Safik says Kishpazet Dvarim Acher Milvayos Shaskat. There's much more Shekasafkin. The Gam Aniyadeisam. Some of them I know. A Memshani Adeir Gamke, and many I don't know. But Prata says Shiskat Ibichitash to Pesam Shadvar. What I've told you here is a um, is a key to be able to understand the rest of it. So it, it's a magnificent uh, Indian over here of what Akharish Baruch has done in terms of, of, the, of the Mishkan, all of these similarities are because both of them are a, a, a representation of the divine in, in a step-down physical version. And the Milo that is, in, in the Mishkan we have the entirety of the world at our feet. It's like the Milo of a map, that you have the entire country laid out on a piece of paper that you can put your hands on, you get a sense of things and so on. And um, it, for us, you know, the Mishnah was a place from which we could understand the, the, the entirety of the Bria if only we were Miss Amik and Miss Bonin into the Mishkan.